0: Engaging Leader, Episode 182, The Power of an Authentic Employer Brand and EVP, featuring Lori Barnes. your leadership inspire trust, passion, and action? Welcome to the Engaging Leader Podcast with Jesse Leahy, consultant, writer, and speaker. Jesse has helped executives engage hundreds of thousands of people. Join us now for principles to communicate, engage, and lead with greater impact. Welcome to the show, Engagers. A strong, authentic employer brand is key to recruiting, retaining, and fully engaging top talent. And whether you call it an employer brand, EVP, talent brand, whatever, there's lots of different ways to look uh, at this topic and we're gonna get into that today. But the truth is that there's data that shows that the most effective companies build a differentiated brand, a differentiated employer brand or employee value proposition or EVP that has been shown to be one of the things that does set companies apart in their bottom line results, that they really do significantly outperform their, their peers in business results when they have an effective brand as part of their overall communication practices. Now, to help me unpack this topic today is my fellow colleague from Workforce Communication, Lori Barnes. Lori, welcome back to the show.
1: Thanks, Jesse. I'm happy to be back.
0: Well, we're glad you're back, too. For our listeners who haven't already met her, she has more than 30 years in the business. She had leadership positions at three large global consulting firms. And here at Workforce Communication, she serves as a talent leader inside the firm and a creative strategist for clients. So she is um, my perfect guest in terms of talking about this topic of employer branding. Thanks, Jesse. That's nice. (laughs) (laughs) Lori, many people think of employer branding only in terms of recruiting new employees.
1: I think you're right, Jesse. I think that a lot of people think that um, employment branding is a function or a, a requirement to recruit good people, and I, I think that that's really just a small sliver of what employment branding, employee value proposition, or whatever you call it, um, is all about.
0: Yeah, it tends to come up as a project within the talent acquisition team of, a, of an organization or recruiting. So they realize they have a problem recruiting employees or maybe their turnover is high um, or their, their cost or time to fill key slots is too high. And so they realize we need to do a better job with our web careers webpage or our recruiting brochure and so let's and then they start to realize you know in fact our overall brand in terms of an employer brand is pretty weak and let's breathe some new life into that.
1: Yeah and that's a pretty like I said that's a pretty small sliver of what employment brand is really all about and the reality is is that the strength of doing that work it comes with being comprehensive or comes with being thorough And including the whole gamut of what affects and builds and sustains, you know, who you are as an organization or what your brand is.
0: So we're going to get into what all those components are, but I guess the the big idea that I think we want people to come away with is um, that we're not, employer branding is not about putting lipstick on a pig, that your brand to your potential workforce and your existing workforce needs to reflect reality, even though it's surely going to end up being at least partially aspirational. You are trying to get your organization to a better place, and so you're you're trying to attract employees and keep the employees that are going to help you get to that better place. And so, you know, you may not be it may not be a hundred percent reflecting what your organization is like today. It might be partially aspirational. But it does need to reflect reality so that doesn't feel like a bait and switch for the, your new employees that co- wants to come on board or even for your existing employees when you're saying, hey, tell your friends to come join our, our company and you know, here's our, here's our careers website. And, and they're like, well, pff, that's not the real us. The real us, you know, you're just going to turn your existing employees into cynics. That's right. So ha- breaking this down into what the components that make up your brand I think will help Make that point and, and make it feel less overwhelming to people to, to realize what, what goes into it. And how can you be, how being comprehensive will help you also be authentic. So it, the power is in having an authentic employer brand, not just having a spiffy, slick brand.
1: Right. And I guess the first component of that is, you know, uh, really m- mapping out what the employee experience is. So kind of to your point, it needs to reflect reality and, you know, what you want it to be, you know, nothing is perfect and everything can be improved on. And so thinking about it in those two aspects. So what are your employees experience day in and day out in all aspects of how they interact with the organization? What's the personal relationship that people have with the manager? And so obviously there's a lot of variability with that. There's some commonalities Most organizations have some MO, if you will, for their average manager. So what does that look like? How does that, how how do managers interact with employees on a data basis? How do they engage them? How do they provide direction? How do they translate the business strategies and objectives down to what their department does every day? That is one big component of what the employee experience Is all about.
0: Okay, so we're looking just to give people an idea of where we're heading. We're going to be talking about four components of employer branding, and the first one is employee experience, and we're going to and we're going to unpack what we would call our employee experience framework, and there's five components of that. And if you're listening to this and you, it helps you to think visually, if you go to our show notes, you'll see a picture of our employee experience framework. And that's at engagingleader.com. So you can check that out. So we talked about the first um, component of the employee experience is the manager. And the second is is uh, the brand. So it is part of the, of the thing that makes an employee want to come work for you. It's part of the thing that makes an employee stay working for you. It's part of the pride they have in the organization. That is your brand, your reputation, and you know what you're known for, and the business promise that you make to the world and to your customers and the relationships you have with them. So your heritage as an organization is one of the things that makes people glad to be there. Or if you have a negative heritage, it, it, it's, a, it's a negative that you have to work hard to overcome.
1: Then the third component of this employee experience would be culture. Jesse talked about reputation and heritage. Culture is about um, behaviors, how you do things here, mission, vision, values, leadership behaviors. What's the environment? Casual, focused, busy, playful. You know, all of those, there's all kinds of adjectives that you know are used groups of adjectives that are used to describe what a culture might be tone and style so and i probably use these words already formal pro- professional you know di- different like we we do everything in writing here or part of the culture is that frontline managers you know ha- have all the truth about you know the, what it is you need to know or In a healthcare organization, you know, the nurses are really in the know or, you know, whatever the case may be. What's reality about how things happen around here? That's what culture means.
0: The fourth component of the employee experience is technology and process. And these are basically the tools to do the job. It is not much fun to work somewhere when you don't feel like you've got the right tools or the right Environment, you know, if you if it's important, if you're the kind of person who it's important to work in a beautiful office and have a beautiful desk workstation and have the best, uh, relatively non-obsolete devices to work on, um, you're you're going to be happy to be at an organization that provides that. You're going to be, or you're going to be dissatisfied to be at an organization that doesn't provide those things. Now, other people are happy to work somewhere that doesn't um, make such a big deal about those because they, it, it's, they're it's they not um, important values, personal values for them. So the technology and process is part of what makes your employee, the experience you offer employees unique to you. And it's going to make a difference in the type of talent that you attract. It also includes communication cha- channels. That's part of what is going to attract or discourage people from working or staying with you i I remember at one point in my career I was at an organization that just was seemed like always five at least five, maybe ten years behind on communication channels um, you know we had We still were using uh, a live operator when the rest of the world had voicemail and we didn't have email until a long time after the rest of the world and so um you can imagine that me with my passion for communication got really frustrated with that and so it was one of those factors that made me less engaged there and more le- and and leave sooner so anyway for some for some people it's going to make a bigger difference than others but that is part of technology and process and all of these this whole area of technology and process it just supports all the rest of the aspects of employee experience so even though we're sort of pulling it out as a specific component on the framework you know, there's, there's some overlap in all these other aspects.
1: Yeah, that, that's true. I agree with that. Um, the last one, the fifth one of the employee experience framework is the deal. And to me, um, that's just like, you know, when you buy something, um, I'm going to give you something, the money or the credit or whatever, and you're going to give me something in return. And that's what this means to me in this employee framework. What do you, what what do you give me and what do I give you back? And so, um, from the employee perspective, um, you know, of course they get pay and benefits, paid time off, develop, employee development, um, meaningful work, Um, something that they like to do, hopefully, other perks, um, belonging, you know, if it's a real social kind of an environment, you know, there's some belonging to kind of part of the deal of what they get. From the employer perspective, it's about what they, you know, their part of what they get is, you know, the work that you do, the quality you provide, the hours that you put in, the ideas that you generate, all of those things. So it's kind of two sides of what that equation is of being an employee at that organization. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite ways to look at the deal is in the context of the book uh, Drive by Daniel Pink. And we actually talked through that book way back in episode number 10 of Engaging Leaders. So you can find that if you go to engagingleader.com forward slash one zero as an episode 10. But that basically breaks down the deal in terms of the three components that tend to motivate people and that. And one of those is purpose, as Lori mentioned. So I won't go into detail about the other two, but it's a good for for people that are interested in the deal that that book and even just the overview that we provided in that earlier episode number 10, provide a good um, introduction to that.
1: I'm going to have to listen to that one.
0: So we were just summarizing these five components of the employee experience, and that's the overall reality of what it's like for people at your organization at all levels, not just the muckety-mucks, but the frontline employees what, and, and everybody in between. And so your the rest of the components of your employer brand that we're going to look at really need to reflect that reality, or else it's going to become quickly obvious to both employees and really to their customers too, that your brand is actually fake. It's not an authentic brand. And so you do need to have the brand reflect reality, but the brand can also inform, help inform reality. So you can create a somewhat aspirational brand and kind of help your your organization move along to that. And of course the brand can inform the employee experience. I mean, it's, you, you, it does help to create a vision for the brand that you want to be and then start working on making the employee experience live up to that. So there is a little bit of um, yin-yang there. There's reality and there's aspiration and, they, and there's some creative tension between the two. But it's important to be honest. You, you, don't want, you certainly don't want to try to have a brand that is completely aspirational and then set, hold it out there as um, the way it really is inside your organization if that's not true. So the second component that we want to look at is what we call or most, many people call an employee value proposition or EVP. Lori, how would you define that?
1: A clear description of the key reasons why people choose the organization, choose to join the organization, continue working there, um, give their best effort, speak well of it, refer other people to work there. So it's, you know, the, the description of why.
0: And this is something that, if if that your organizational leaders would actually craft, that you would part of the process. We'll talk later how you create this stuff, but this is this is something that you do some listening to various people in the organization to get an idea of what these reasons are, and then you express those. You put you try to put put them into words, and bounce them off the people and see does this does this resonate? Is this really? True. And then once you have an EVP that is that seems real and also is going to help point people toward your vision for your organization, um, aspire to where it's going, then you can start using your EVP to inform the employer brand, which we're going to talk about next, as well as all the stuff that you may use it in, whether it's um, communications to existing employees, as well as um, recruiting materials for New hires.
1: Like you were saying, Jesse, you know, what the EVP is not about is it's not necessarily a tagline or something that is shared broadly or that employees would recognize if they saw it. It's not, it's the backbone, it's the map about why people work at this organization, why they stay at this organization, and why they speak well of the company.
0: Yeah, I think that's helpful. So this is. The EVP is a blueprint, let's say, or a map.
1: Yeah, yeah, good.
0: It's not a tagline. Yeah. So a tagline is going to follow, uh, is one of the things that may or may not be included in this next component, which is the employer brand, which for all of our listeners, you thought that we were going to spend the whole time talking about employer brand. And and my gosh, we finally got into the topic of employer brand. <laughs> it's the third Third component here, the employer brand is the actual messages and visuals and stories and packaging that help your organization create emotional connections and and reinforces the EVP with current employees and shapes your reputation out there in the marketplace. So it's, it's the actual things you look at, things you might read, ways you actually communicate to employees, what the employee experience is like, what the EVP is, and so forth.
1: The, this is the part. The employer brand is the part that uh, employees see and recognize. It's the part that they share. It's it's not the map it necessarily. It's I don't. I want to say it's the stuff, which is such a technical term, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it it's what brings people back to employee value proposition, why we're here. It reminds them, it should remind them of, you know, what that's all about. And it should, you know, again, to tie it back to the first component, employee experience, um, it should it should be a f- reflected in the various things that employees experience and in the uh, interactions and what makes this brand real and, and what it means to them and Kind of what generates the emotional connection
0: yeah, and some of this is specific deliverables or communications it may you know it's it's what what gets said on the careers page of your website. It may be a whole website just focused on recruiting, it may be brochures or DVDs or uh, videos on youtube and um, that's one of the best these days best ways to Communicate an employer brand and do it in a way that is um, authentic because you can both combine some formal branding things like maybe a logo or tagline or whatever with real stories from real people. One of my favorite examples, uh, recent examples, um, we talked about it in episode 160 of Engaging Leader. And so you can you can see this if you go to engagingleader.com forward slash 160. And that's Trek Bikes, uh, one one of my favorite brands. Um, and they've got a recruiting video that's called Let Me Show You Our Bicycle Company. And it's just, you know, real people shot in their actual manufacturing facilities, and it, it does a great job of just giving you a taste of the real-life culture of that company. And um, they had to have an idea of what their employee experience was and what their EVP was really before they created that video. Um, and, and so it, having that blue, those, the blueprint may is part of what made it such a great video but of course they they have a great employee experience and a great heritage and so forth too and so it did reflect reality
1: you know a- another example of kind of how the employer brand like a represent- representation of employer brand um goes back to you know my experience that I've talked about before at Harley Davidson in their talent uh, transformation that they were working on there. It was all about their people. Uh, it was important that their people represented the brand, right? Or the, the brand was represented by their people internally. And um, part of that is true because most people who work at Harley wear clothes that have Harley logos on them. And so <laughs> you know, when you're creating visuals or images of people, you can't exactly buy stock photographs or stock imagery of people in Harley Davidson logoed clothes. And so what they, what they ended up doing was actually using real photos of real employees um, that represented the values that they were conveying. And that became the the visuals of the brand that represented the employee experience that they were trying and the value proposition that they were trying to develop and perpetuate.
0: Yeah, good story. And then the fourth and final component that we're going to talk about today is talent brand. And this is a term that reflects how current and former employees represent your organization as a place to work, how they do that primarily through social media or just socially, like real life socially. How do they talk to friends and connections and others in the talent marketplace. So this is how real people talk about you as a place to work. So
1: like neighborhood um, cocktail party or picnic or you know over the fence or oh where do you work and and how they oh I work at such and such a company and you know here's what I do and here's what it's like those kind of conversations right
0: and so yes and some of those are very influential you you know you and some of them are end up being very public. You know, so Amazon is a great example. For years, Amazon was held out there as this amazing company doing great things in the world, taking over the world, and a great place to work. And it just that started to leak that a lot of employees were feeling crushed by the culture there. And so, that you know, and maybe that's fine because maybe Amazon w- wants to have a certain type of person that would thrive in that culture. But... um you know, it, it does. It it definitely will turn people off if it's if it's not them. And so it's, it's just another example. Of, you know, your brand needs to be true to reality, and your talent brand, which is something that you can't actually craft or control, is something that you want to be aware of. You can influence it and hopefully shape it, but it's ultimately controlled by your people, your current employees and your former employees.
1: So, are we saying that? talent brand is kind of an outcome of, you know, if you, if you look at these four components together, you know, the employee experience represents kind of the reality and the way, the way things are. And, you know, the, the various components of the employee company relationship, the value proposition is an expression of what people believe in what they feel about the organization and why they work there. And the employer brand is all the messages and media that kind of represent that value proposition. And the talent brand is kind of the outcome of how all of that works together. And then and in the end, how employees really feel what they think and what they tell other people um, about what it's like to work here
0: yeah and and if if you're doing everything right, then hope then your your people are advocates for your organization. You're positive advocates for your organization, and your talent brand becomes a strength out there if if you've got you know but some of a, some organizations are in a deficit and need to dig themselves out of a pit, and um, their talent brand right now might be hurting them. And it's, but that's something to be aware of, you know, don't, we can't stick our head in the sand. We got to, we got to find out what people are saying and make sure that we are responding to that. And also, again, not putting lipstick on a pig, it, it, it does help to hear what people are saying. So we know maybe what we need to fix and sure, surely make sure we don't just say something that is an out and out, uh, comes out, comes across as an out and out falsehood compared to what real life people are saying out there.
1: Yeah. And the other thing that that um, reminds me also, Jesse, is that this work, developing and implementing employee brand, employee value proposition, whatever you call it, is not a one and once and done thing. It's something that needs to be managed and looked at regularly. It doesn't live the same forever and ever I'm in. It's constantly in need of support, improvement, tweaks, um, investing in what's good, you know, all of those things. So it's got to be a living and breathing thing within an organization in order to do its job.
0: Yeah, that's a great segue to the last thing we want to talk about real briefly is just our six step recommended approach for crafting and managing on an ongoing basis, a compelling employer brand and an EVP. The first step is just to pl- is take a little bit of time to plan how we're going to do this. And the second one is audit. And this is, includes finding out what, what people are saying. and What is our current talent brand out there? So there is, whether we've been doing anything intentionally or not, there is a talent brand out there about us. And let's find out what they're saying so we can learn from it
1: yeah you know when we talk about this one, Jesse, we talk about look out. so look what mm-hmm. look at look outside the organization and what people are saying, look in, what people are saying, look up. so look at what leaders are saying and doing and look down. look at what the lowest level or um, employees in the organization are doing and saying, look ahead. where are we going? who do we want to be and looking back. look at the tradition and the heritage and how all of that plays together. In creating who the organization is, and that's kind of what gets played back at the end of the audit.
0: Yeah, so the and this audit helps us get a clear idea of the current state of things, and then helps us crystallize our vision for the desired future state. What what is our aspiration? How big is that gap?
1: Mm-hmm. And so then the third step, just to keep keep going through that, um, is craft. So this goes back to Kind of what we talked about with the employment brand what are the words what are the visuals that represent you know the organization the employee value proposition um, what are the what are the graphic marks the colors the images taglines all of those things and creating those things so that's kind of the real creation point
0: point. Mm-hmm. and then step four is testing and refining so we create some stuff and now we're going to go test that out with real life people so we do some interviews at various levels of the organization um and w- include whether if it's a global organization we want to make sure we get the right um uh segments of of people around the world um but also you know from the executives through all levels to frontline employees and do some and salaried hourly and so forth do some focus groups but we're trying to confirm and clarify our impressions about the current state, and see: is there really a um, is this envisioned future state that we have? Is that a, truly something that um, feels authentic to people? This aspiration does that really feel like the truth of who this organization is?
1: Right. Um, then comes the good part, the fun part, in my mind. <laughs> <the building> up- <laughs> Building and implementing. Um, This could be, you know, um, creating or updating the career pages, you know, some kind of a recruiting brochure, um, applying this employment brand and employee value proposition to all workforce communication throughout the organization, um, employee referral program, leadership development. I mean, you name it. It's how do we execute what has been identified and developed
0: and then the last stage although this is circular the last stage is monitoring and managing so we measure some key indicators of how the brand is doing we evaluate our effectiveness and we make some adjustments then we basically we circle back to planning and auditing i mean we we do these things to continually shape the brand build the brand maintain the brand and the employee experience, because those two do need to inform each other, and then we want to equip. As part of that, monitoring and managing stuff, we want to make sure we equip and encourage employees and alumni to be advocates, so that we can we can equip them to go out there and help shape our talent brand. So that's it, and uh, that's a quick overview of the approach that we take to help develop an authentic employer brand, as well as the EVP, and um, hopefully shape the employee experience and and talent brand. So that wraps up our discussion today, Engagers. And I do want to let you know that you can check out some of the stuff that we've talked about today on our show notes for this episode, uh, which you can find on our website at engagingleader.com forward slash 182 as in episode 182. Um, also, we'll, we'll include a link to that recruiting video from Trek Bikes as an example. And we'll include Lori's contact information for anybody who wants to get a hold of her. And of course, you can get a hold of me too. Lori, it's been fun having you back on the show. Thanks again for joining us on the Engaging Leader.
1: Thanks, Jesse. I hope you'll have me back again.
0: We'd love to. This is a production of Workforce Communication. We're a team of consultants and creatives using the power of communication to help organizations enhance the well-being and performance of their people. Lori and I and our colleagues partner with mid-size and large employers to attract top talent, fully engage employees, and achieve superior business results. In several areas, including employer branding, talent management, wellness, benefits and compensation, business transformation, and more. Find us at workforcecommunication.com. Our thanks to Cecily Leahy, our producer, Tom Hitchcock, our programming director, James Marler, our sound engineer, J.J. Leahy, our social media guru, Rick Terrence, our announcer, and Max Brody, who composed our theme music. Until next time, remember, in the 21st century, the real movers and shakers aren't just leaders, they're engagers.